if I saw this as, as a kid, yeah, I'm straight up saying, Mom, Dad, please, pilot, now, <laughs> please, please let me fly this guys. <laughs> please, I'm flying to Ghana for free. <laughs> <laughs> This benefits you as much as me. <laughs> Let me do this. I need this. We need this. We. We. Why are you speaking French for we? Welcome to the Lockdown Yard Podcast with me, Ed. And me, Charles. Where we discuss all things TV and film. We're not experts or people with deep industry knowledge. We're just fans having a group chat with all of you. So enjoy the show and see you in the lockdown yard, baby. So I've got like a couple of things I kind of need to talk to you about because this happened over the same amount of days. So for one, I watched The Boys because I got your message. and I was like, I think I need to jump back on The Boys. And it was so gory. But the thing is, I was already warmed up to it because I watched like literally the night before a South Korean action film and my days, bro. Oh my gosh. There's just blood everywhere. Blood, oh, go every day. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, I was warmed up. Boy season three started on violence, quite oh. literally and figuratively. Like, I can't believe some of the stuff I was seeing. <laughs> mm, unbelievable. Nah, how do people think this up? The ways that so many people are dying, I'm just like, how? Uh, how? How? Well, apparently, apparently, Seth Rogen is a producer on The Boys now, so... Oh, okay, that explains Some everything. of that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> that explains <laughs> Nah, the way that guy died... It's yeah. like the... the... Yep, yep. <laughs> oh my days, bro. Nah, this season's good, and after shout-out, Anthony Starr is killing it, bro. He is killing it as Homelander. He's been killing it from... Episode one, man. From day amazing. one, amazing. We're, we're, I don't think we've ever, we have we haven't actually done an episode on the boys because yeah, I think there's still time. We can do that. But, never. Yeah, when season three is up, we're gonna do an episode on the boys for sure. Oh, big time! It's needed, man. And I can't believe you messaged me telling me you saw the one and only. <sighs> I am jealous. I I, can't, I can't believe it actually happened. Uh, I still can't believe it. I can't believe I only noticed it like two or three minutes into my journey. And I look, look, look left and I see Sir Ian McKellen on the same row. The one oh and only God. Magneto Gandalf. You saw Gandalf. Like what? Bro, I, I saw Gandalf. In the flesh. I, in the actual flesh. Man was looking dapper, man. I don't use that word often, but for him, he looked dapper. Where was he? I mean, I don't know if he had a conversation with him, but... What was no, he I doing didn't. there, man? I always find it weird when celebs mingle amongst us commoners. <laughs> um, I think he was just going somewhere because I was on uh, I was on Northern Line going home. Um, no, not Northern Line, Piccadilly Line going home. And then I just looked left and there were a bunch of kids talking. And I, I don't know. I was listening to my music. I was jamming. And then I see who they're talking to in like the window reflection just because I'm like bored. I'm looking around. And I'm like, that looks a lot like Gander. Nah, I've seen someone who looks like Gander before. No, wait, that actually was Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
that was Magneto. <laughs> he was wearing a hat and everything and talking to these kids and they were like geeking out and trying to keep cool. But as soon as he left, they wouldn't let anyone sit in the seat he left. It was so... Wow. <laughs> nah. That's... Uh, I'm happy you... He, he Did he... I don't know, did he see you? Oh, bro, it wasn't... Um, as much as I'm gushing over it, I didn't actually interact with the man. I was just oh, like, right. eh, damn, it's just one of those things you, you see. You were in the same airspace as him. Yeah, I, I saw everything. <laughs> I was That's there. the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, I was practically talking to him. <laughs> no, I wasn't like that. Nice. I mean, I can only imagine he was probably around for the jub- the, plat- the Platinum Jubilee thing, maybe? Because yeah. it's kind of random that he'll be on the tube like that. I'm trying to think of the biggest stations on that. I don't know. Either way, I saw Magneo and lived to see it. Um, I'm so happy for you. You sound like you're talking through great teeth, bro. Why would you think that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Unclenched, bro. <laughs> but you know what? This When I saw um, the Platinum Jubilee celebrations, I saw the flyover. Of all those those jet planes, or those mm-hmm. uh, RAF planes, or whatever, and I was fre- I was fairly fresh off seeing the uh, Top Gun Maverick, which is obviously what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I just I just felt a bit more hype seeing those planes fly over with the colors, like the red, that. red, uh, blue, and white colors. I was like, damn, because I don't know about you, but one of the main things I I got so giddy after watching Top Gun Maverick. I was like, I want to be a, I want to be a pilot now. I don't I care. Be, I want to do that. That gets my blood pumping. Legit, the adrenaline, man, pumping. I like I feel like I'm earning my paycheck this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. But I guess that leads us finally into let's let's get into it, man. Like Top Gun Maverick. First of all, have you seen? Had you seen the first one? So I tried to watch the first one for the first time before watching this film, but I made it like 30 minutes and then life happened. So I haven't actually finished it, but I know what happens in the story based on what you kind of see in the sequel. Have you? It's, it's a thing where I always heard about Top Gun and, you know, it's quite prevalent in pop culture, but I'd never actually seen it. So I think the only reference I've I'd ever seen of Top Gun was in Family Guy. Once. There was an episode where they they played the theme tune. Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. I only know about Top Gun through like that, what you just mentioned, and um, Highway to the Danger Zone, which has just been referenced in so many pop culture things like Archer. And yeah, it's synonymous with that film. Yeah, and, but yeah, I've heard other things about Top Gun, like how it's just got kind of like these... Um, uh, homoerotic undertones as well. Uh, oil, <laughs> lots of oiled up, oiled up men. <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of sexual tension. <laughs> when I, I watched Top Gun 1 right before watching Top Gun 2, uh, Top mm. Gun Maverick, and such a nice, seamless transition into a sequel. Mm. It felt like, yep, I'm definitely watching part two. This is exactly where they should pick off. And yeah, man. I'm glad. I need to actually finish watching this film. Now that I know, I knew who Iceman was, or I think his name is Iceman. Oh, yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Definitely want to see how they became like friends because at the moment, for me, obviously, I've just seen like 30 minutes. They're, they hate each other slash like each other. I don't know. It depends on how you want to view the film. <laughs> but like, they're just rivals at the moment. So 
I kind of want to see that story, kind of like the backstory a bit more. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I, when I watched the first one, I was like, yeah, these guys are mortal enemies. They hate each other. And then I guess I'm not going to spoil it for you because you, I guess you want to watch the rest of it. But yeah, it's cool how they be, become allies. And then that mm. obviously leads into Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Where he's like, he thinks so highly of him that he brought him back to, to train the new gen. That's what I'm saying. I like that. The respect. Even though he still had that little, little slight, I'm jumping into the film just in that one quote where he goes, um, so between you and me, who was the better pilot? Let's not ruin this moment. <laughs> and I, I, I want to see what they were like um, before that, like in full. By the way, that was a great way to write in Val Kilmer because, you know, mm. in real life, he's he's suffering with the the throat disease and whatnot. So that was a great way to write him into the, the new movie. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Initially, people said I should watch this in 4DX. <laughs> People being Jamal. Oh my goodness. And I was, <laughs> initially, oh Lord. initially, I was like, you know what? I've never been to 4D. <laughs> but then I remember you telling me about how your experience was with Shang-Chi, a film where they predominantly stay on the ground. <laughs> and I was nah, like, the, the final battle in Shang-Chi with riding dragons and whatnot. That's that the final man. battle. I'm, so, I'm talking about the whole film. I feel like the majority <laughs> of Top Gun was spent doing training <laughs> exercises. I don't need to do that. I'm not training to do the mission, bro. <laughs> if I watch this movie in 4DX, oh my goodness. My it, Lord. Might as well go Thought Park, man. <laughs> <laughs> might as well just go Thought Park or Chesney or something. Because But Tom Cruise is timeless. He's actually timeless. Yeah, man, like, he don't miss, he hardly misses, man. He hardly misses. This is his actually. So I was shocked to find out that this was Tom Cruise's highest ever grossing uh, film. Really? Yeah. After, despite all the Mission Impossibles, all of that, Top Gun Maverick is his. Oh, Maverick. Highest, yeah, it's his highest grossing film. Oh man, I thought we meant the original, but okay, damn. Yeah. It's good. It's it's a good film to be top grossing, man. Like. Definitely. This film, it hit a lot of emotional layers. I didn't think it actually would. I didn't have that many expectations for this film at all, except for it to look like visually great because I knew what went into this film. I read a little bit about it, the way they filmed the, the, the flight scenes with the cameras on the actual planes. So oh, yeah. It felt like you were in the cockpit with the pilot. So the, that's the one thing I really love about this film. It actually made me feel the turns. When they were doing the training exercise, oh, yeah. it actually mm-hmm. felt interactive, even though the seats were not moving. Thank God. <laughs> but nah, that film definitely deserves accolades for, for something. But the cinematography. Mm, the shots were great in this film. And you know what? There's so many things. I'll get I'll get into the things I really, really loved about this film because there's so many things. But let me just get some cheesy things out of the way. <laughs> Go so they tried to make that guy, what's his name, Hangman, sort of villainy. It was, it was a bit too like cartoony <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, it, it reminded me of those uh, movies with American bullies in school. <laughs> hey, dork! <laughs> hey, what's up, like dork? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, nerd? <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to fly right. slower, yeah. huh? <laughs> it's like, I'm real good, Rooster. Real good. What's all right, fine. <laughs> Just a picture of saying I'm with a lean man. I'm real good. Like, I'm real good. 
<laughs> we're just tapping into the it is if sometimes it felt like a very 80s film which is all right because it the original did come out in the 80s mm. but that was it to be honest i mean i really enjoyed the film i was so surprised by how much more it had in it than yeah. what i was expecting because i don't know about you before watching doctor strange they showed a significant snippet of this film uh, before okay. the yeah before the film so they showed the bit where they were all trying to that that training scene the training scene when Maverick was teaching them the the first training scene mm, mm. they showed that quite an extended clip of that and I was oh, like okay. cool alright I'm I'm digging it but wait wait what to Mark ten uh, no not that not the very first scene when he was first training the Top Gun. Oh, the first training, and he made them do uh, push-ups. That was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. That so, was so brutal. <laughs> none of them could take him down. I like that they established that he's old, but he's still the top dog. So don't get I, twisted. I still whip you in the shape. <laughs> <laughs> I tell your ass with the MIC if you keep messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> you go and learn today why they call me Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but and I liked. I also liked the the plot where they just said. This is the mission. So you know it straight up. So the whole film, you just work up to it. And I loved how it felt like there were stakes. Like, mm. I know Tom Cruise is the main character, but I did feel at one point that this guy could die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a couple he times like die. that. And it'll be... I felt like at, at any point in time any of the crew which you know went on to the mission could die i didn't feel mm. like ah they're gonna live anyway blah 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 mm-hmm. i did mm-hmm. feel like any of them could die and i like i love that i was feeling those stakes especially in some of the training scenes where um they were practicing the t- uh, shoot at the target they were doing a life simulation of yeah when they were like trying yeah. to do the shoot in the box and then fly up straight yeah. and that that thing made them pa- burst right burst right yeah oh yeah i wanted to talk about this um the effect that um, Tom Cruise described, the way he describes it, especially with mm-hmm. the effects of um, high airspeed travel, and seeing it, it looked, it made that scene, the whole film, a lot better. I feel like because he actually explained it and it showed it really well. Yep, I didn't know what when he was talking about ten Gs. I was like, what? And yeah, then he exactly. actually showed us what it's like. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I pre- I appreciate how they explain so many technical technical things to. Us lot who don't know a damn thing about yeah. piloting and whatnot, so that was exactly. great. It didn't make us, it didn't alienate us thinking, eh, you don't know about the air force or in the military, so you're not gonna get it. It's like, nah, nah, nah. This is for yeah. everyone. So yeah, exactly. This is when we say ten Gs. This is what we mean, and we're gonna show you what it means, mm-hmm. and so so on and so forth. So I, I really appreciate that. Did you feel like? Uh, not having it's a good question to ask you. Not having mm. finished the first film, did was there anything in the in Maverick where you thought I didn't quite get that, or was it quite palatable for? Um, do you need to watch Top Gun one? To I don't think film? you. I don't think you need to watch it, but there were some things I wish I'd had a bit more understanding about. For example, mm. um, Penny, uh, Jennifer Connelly's character. I want to know what right. I know. I know they had like a history, and clearly it didn't go anywhere. But mm-hmm. somehow it doesn't seem like it's too bad because she did. She actually yeah, hazes him with the bar tab and everything. But it don't it doesn't seem like it's like particularly bad. But I want to know what happened. I'm curious. Yeah, stuff like that. But no, nah, to come into this film, you come to some blind. 
And it's obviously the main thing that they keep touching on is Goose. So Goose's death, aka Rooster's dad. Yeah. He, he was mean, serving flashback. with Maverick. Yeah. It was a thing where, you, even if you hadn't seen the first one, as you said, the flashback, right in there to explain it. So, mm. And the, by the way, that was good casting. Miles Teller. Miles Teller is just... Man, that he he's it. great, man. He's going to mm. be... He's not If he's not already, he's going to be one of the greats. Say, I think he kind of is already, man. Except, yeah, he's done. He's missed, but he's 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 delivers more than he misses. I think definitely. It's that damn Fantastic Four film, isn't of it? Of course, it's the Fantastic Four <laughs> film. Fantastic Four. four. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But listen, Whiplash, say no more. Watch say Whiplash. No more. You know this guy is the real deal, straight mm. up. So, yeah, and what, that was great casting, by the way, to put him as Rooster's son. Because I remember watching Top Gun 1, and I, mm. and, and I knew Miles Teller was casting Maverick. So I was like, this guy kind of looks like Miles Teller. And this was before okay. watching Maverick. I was like, okay. I bet my I bet anything that this guy um, is going to have a son. Because he keeps talking about, I've got, I don't know how far, you got what, 30 minutes into it. So he kept talking to Maverick saying, I've got a family and this and that. Okay. It's like, ah, okay, they're going to, yeah, his son. And... That kind of foreshadowed his death, to be honest, because it's like eighties <laughs> film guy with something to lose. It's not looking good. <laughs> oh, he, he <laughs> can't Big <live>. thing. <laughs> it's not looking good. <laughs> it's like you can't have hopes and dreams in an eighties film. <laughs> Aspirations? Uh, nah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. The I like them bringing Maverick back and them hating his guts because he's the guy. He doesn't follow any rules. He just does his own thing. Mm. He doesn't think. Just do, as they as they kept saying. Bro, okay, that triggered something on me, and I watch I'm glad you reminded me of it. This film had some Star Wars vibe to it, man. This oh film yeah, had some heavy Star Wars vibe to it towards the end, es- especially where they, they had to hit the target. They only mm-hmm. had one one shot to hit the target. Yep. That's so Star Wars, man. That's some Death Star ish, man. Use the Force, Luke. Trust yourself. <laughs> That was <laughs> it's true. Nah, that's super Star Wars. That is legit <laughs> proper Star Wars. <laughs> uh, um, uh, with Miles Teller's character, I f- I really enjoyed him. I was I was a bit concerned. I would see where it was going, um, but it turns out I was wrong. So I thought that Miles Teller's character would actually be like like Hangman's character towards Tom Cruise a bit more, like a bit more antagonistic, more like picking fights, mm. making it seem like he wanted to leave Top Gun. But no, man, what's about his business? He he was just there to do his mission and he was also there to like, well, obviously make his dad proud as well. But I did like, whatever scenes whatever scenes he shared with uh, Tom Cruise, I was just, I was hooked. I was interested in every single like inter- interaction, how he talked to him. Like the first one when he was out of the plane, where they were about to do the first training mission, he just pulled him aside and said, hey, is there going to be a problem here? I'm like, no, there's no problem. Anything you need from me, sir? I'm like, no, that's how you want to do it? Fine. Okay, fine. Yep, stay professional. Mm. And I did get worried about where the relationship between Rooster and Maverick was going because as we all, well, this was, we've seen the first one in full. Mm. And, and in the, this film, to be honest, his dad's death was not Maverick's fault at all. Like, there was a scene in the first one where was legit fully acquitted like legally in the court like it was not your fault mm. so i was i was kind of worried where they'll go with this one it's like is he hates him because he served with his dad and he was his closest 
friend and he he died so is that why you're mad at him and then they explained it it's like no he's mad at him because he pulled his he stalled his career he's pulled his papers and they set his career back four years and then they went they went further by explaining why maverick why don't you just tell him like um that his mum asked you to do that and said mm-hmm. i don't want him to hate both of us i'll i'll be it's like that final speech in the dark night yeah, that self-sacrificing kind of thing. Like, mm. I know exactly. I was. I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I, I like the way that scene fo- unfolded as well. He said something like, "Um, um, she. What's the point in hating her? She's dead, or something like that." I don't know. He said uh, he he didn't want him hating both of them because he's lost both his parents and he doesn't want him. He doesn't want him to hate her. Mm. That sort of thing. So yeah, that Rather, I yeah. thought. You know what? Fair, fair, but. The my favorite part of this film, everything from, I think, the third act onwards. My third, I don't know if it's the counts the third act, but you know the bit where Maverick left them, and then uh, he's kind of kicked out by John yeah. Hamm's character. Was mm-hmm. it John Hamm? Yeah, yeah, it was John Hamm. Yeah, and then he's he was uh, starting to train them, and he said, "Okay, we're gonna lift the altitude limit to here." I'm going to extend the time to here. And they're all like, what? And mm-hmm. then bang, Maverick's like, you know what? I'm done telling you. I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't wait for anybody's instruction. From that point in the film onwards, mm. this it was just an amazing film. Up until then, it was like, it was a very good film, but that just elevated to the next level. And the the suspense in that film, ah, I was, I was like, I was proper rooting for him. <laughs> I don't know. No. The energy was just—it <laughs> was there, bro. The adrenaline was pumping, bro. Like every time they go in the plane scene, felt like a game at some points. When he entered the green, the green zone, and then you had to hit the yeah. checkpoints. and it did. It did. Felt so fast. I know. I would have crashed bad times if that was a game. Oh yeah, very like, <laughs> <that was barely laughs> starts. <laughs> and I loved. I loved the training scene when before the flying when. Well, before Maverick was flying with them, mm. he was saying, "Why is he dead?" Then, but but no, no tell that to his family. Why is he dead? It's like, oh yeah, it's like yes, yes, yeah. good teaching. Yeah. Right? It's like don't don't be giving yourself excuses. Do the right thing. It's mm. like yeah, I hear it, I hear it. And the the bit where it got a bit all right, the main characters so they're not gonna die, kind of thing. So when they at the end of the run where they hit the target. Both mm. parties, Miracle One and Miracle Two, yeah. they all managed to avoid the missiles. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> fine. Okay, That's okay. very convenient, but yeah. But then they brought it back again. Every time it, every time it threatened to go into like a cliche, it, they brought it back. But you know, mm. they hit Maverick. He sacrificed himself, and I was like, yeah. If the film ended right there, this would be amazing. It'll be tra- It'll be a big tragedy, but it'll be amazing. But it didn't. And then it had mm. uh, Miles Teller's character, Rooster. He blacked out and we thought, oh man, that's the end of Maverick. Or at least that's just where his story ends. They're going to go with the new generation. And then nope, he returned. He saved him. I, I loved how it played out because it kept subverting our expectations because I'm so sure at some points a lot of people would be like, oh, they're doing that thing. Oh, oh, oh no, they're not. Okay. Oh, they're doing that. Th- oh, no, no, they're not. And then bang mm. I got a question for you actually so Tom Cruise has always played like a maverick right in Top mm-hmm. Gun he's only had two movies out right 
but it's kind of the same feel as someone you just identify with that actor. So, for example, um, Hugh Jackman, he played Wolverine, right? Yeah. So, does it? Do we feel like subconsciously we just expect these people who have played these iconic actors, um, characters, to die? I did feel like he was gonna die in this. I felt like it would make sense for him to yeah, die in this one because Rooster's dad died. Exactly. And yeah. the the guilt, you know, that Maverick was feeling. You know, pulling his papers and not telling him and stalling his career. It would have been like a, you know, coming full circle, but um, I, I'm happy with how it ended, but if he had died, I would have been like, cool. It wasn't something I was as expecting per se, but seeing how the film was playing out, if he had died, I would have been like, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Circle of life. <laughs> Circle of life. And honestly, I just loved how it, Every time Maverick just showed them they were better than them, whether it was that first training scene where that he made all of them do push-ups like mad, mm-hmm. or when you're it dead. was you're yeah. dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, <laughs> on your you're left, dead. <laughs> <laughs> or that final scene when they were facing the those high-tech fighter jets. Mm-hmm. So they managed to in take down old, two of them somehow in an old plane. Yeah, with a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> that bit reminded me of um, Captain America: Winter Soldier when Cap wore his old suit for the final mm. fight. It's like this thing still works. We yep. gonna use it and we gonna save our lives. And I just love how they just use he just uses expertise. Like he's still the goat he's of the skies for real. And even that last bit where um, Hangman saved him, you can still tease, you can tell he squeezed every last bit of skill and expertise and juice out of that plane, and still the and that I did think Rooster was gonna die when he, he couldn't um, eject. He said, "Eject, mm. eject! I can't. They're stuck." Like, oh mm. man, are they really gonna kill Rooster as well? That's brutal, killing Goose and Rooster. Damn. And then they got saved. So, yeah. Wait, so that's how his dad died, right? I don't actually know. I just yeah. So, you know what? I'll be honest. It wasn't quite clear exactly how his dad yeah. died. Because I watched the first film and it looks like... The, he did manage to eject, but there was... I think he crashed into the glass or something went really wrong. I don't know exactly okay. how, but it it was to do with the ejection procedure. So... So he didn't that would have been plane. a yeah when he ejected, it just kind of crashed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that would have been a, a nasty callback if Rooster mm. had died the same way. Um, ah, they couldn't have gone that way after the film. Yeah, that's gone. just brutal, man. It's no, like, that's yeah. too much, man. <laughs> it's, it's actually too much. Actually, too much. But yeah, I loved, I loved every like just the different gadgets and whatnot, like the use of the flares to yeah. to distract the missiles and yeah it, as i said after watching this the adrenaline it was real man mm. <laughs> i wanted to be I'm the, if i saw this as, as a kid yeah i'm straight up saying mom dad please pilots now <laughs> Listen, please please let me fly the skies <laughs> please i'll fly it to ghana for free <laughs> 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 this benefits you as much as me. 
Let me do this. I need this. We need this. We. We. Why are you speaking French for? We. Honestly, man. Like, for sure. If I saw this as a kid, even like at my big age now, I'm like, heck, is it too late to be a pilot or what? But if I saw that as a kid, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd be inspired, man. Just... Mm. And the action again, so well done. There were there were times where obviously you could tell it was CGI with the explosions and stuff, but with the with the actual flying, sometimes mm-hmm. I could not tell what was CGI. It was it all looked so amazingly practical. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually have to go and look at the behind the scenes a lot more because, yeah, because... I want to see how they did a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I, I know for a fact that at least some of the cast, if not all of them, were actually in those, like, planes. <laughs> oh, so, the, yeah, I, I can imagine they would have had to do some sort of training for this. Mm, for I sure. think there was, yeah, yeah, at least some training, at least. But, yeah, one of the actors said, like, in a little snippet I saw, when they told me I was actually going to have to fly in the plane, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, yeah, what? You ain't this, here, this ain't no green, skiing, green screen gig. You're going to be up in the skies. <laughs> See, this is why you shouldn't lie on your resume and say <laughs> you're flying as a skill. Because <laughs> one day, you're going to be asked to do this for a film. I could have uh, sworn I recognized one of the actors yep. playing the pilots yep, 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 from... Um, from Insecure. Insecure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I recognized him too. What's his name? Um, Jay Ellis. Jay Ellis. That's it. Yeah, Jay Ellis. Jay Ellis as Payback. Yeah, payback. I like their nicknames. There's corners they can sound. I oh, like their the call signs. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Iceman was called Iceman because he was cool in the skies. Yeah, yeah. Yizzer, Viper, Jester, and Bob. Or whatever his name was. I don't know what his name. He didn't have a call sign, did he? The... Uh, no, he, Bob was Bob. Yeah. yeah Bob was <laughs> just Bob, bro. It was like, what's your call sign? It's Bob. <laughs> Something else I wanted to talk about. Who did the soundtrack for this actually? Mm, that's a good question. Like, oh, Hans Zimmer. I saw Hans Zimmer and Lady Gaga in, in, the, in the title opening sequence. So maybe, it, yeah, it was them. Oh, listen, Hans Zimmer's just booked and busy, man. This guy's everywhere. <laughs> he's actually everywhere. Nah, he's doing bits, man. He's always busy. I need to watch him live at some point. Yeah, I feel like the sound, the, the score didn't really deviate from. The one in the first one did it. It's just just slightly updated and whatnot, but yeah, still the same. It's that classic one. So yeah, man, very very enjoyable film. I for the X. Every time I keep hearing people, <laughs> I know it's okay. available for the X. I just know it was such an experience. Like, would you would you actually never try for the X because of what I said? <laughs> No, I'll do it at some point. I might still do it for Top Gun Maverick if I'm feeling like I feel like getting my world rocked in a different way. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like, it's nah. going to be intense. Uh, that's if you, if if Maverick is your first 4DX film, that's like a baptism of fire. <laughs> real baptism of fire, man. Give you seatbelts at least. Mm, nope. <laughs> well, that's just not safe. <laughs> Uh, there were times it's like I remember when I first told you about going four DX. I was surprised they didn't give me seat. There weren't any seat belts because wow. sometimes, and I was like, "How do people even eat during these films?" 
Like your mm. popcorn will be flying all over the place. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the first thing is the, the popcorn, man. The popcorn, not me. The popcorn. <laughs> is the popcorn going to be okay? Because, <laughs> honestly, some scenes in this, and I'm just calling back to my Shang-Chi 4D experience, 4DX experience. Mm-hmm. Nah, there's no way. I can't do this. You won't make me. Do it again. I mean, if you feel like Thought Park or Chessington's too far, which is a much cheaper, closer option, just go there for the X, man. <laughs> do it for Maverick. Yeah, I do, man. Let me know if I should do it in the comment section below. <laughs> should Charles go to Kim for the X to watch Top Gun Maverick? Do what you gotta do, man. You know what's funny? I actually had to watch this film because my this is this is just like a little bit of private information. My my PSN name has been from in summer variation Maverick. Yeah, so Maverick. yeah, I kind of need to watch this. One hundred percent, man. It'd be a disservice. This is the one. Yeah. When else are you gonna have the name Maverick in the title of a film? It's actually so rare. <laughs> I mean, hopefully in my biopic. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Who do you know. actually like? What's your random tangent? We've pretty much finished discussion discussing Maverick, but yeah. if you—that's a good uh, scenario question, I guess. If you, mm. if there was to be a biopic of the great oh, Jazz, don't do this. Who's playing you? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I was gonna, I was just joking, man. I have do you, no do you not have a doppelganger me. out there somewhere? Bro, Who actually looks like you? We've had this discussion. We've had this discussion. <laughs> I, know, I don't but, think so. I know, but since that discussion, you might have discovered someone who looks like you. There's, there's. I feel like there's someone who looks like everyone. I mean, we know who yours is. What's that guy from? Um... Man, like Otis. <laughs> I remember when you first <laughs> saw it. <laughs> I you couldn't even breathe. I couldn't. Otis Dealey, Google that, people, please. That looks exactly <laughs> like this guy right here. Oh, oh man. Gosh. Now, we're going to find you. There is someone out there who looks like everyone. You just haven't discovered him yet, but you got to look alike. Ooh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No way. I know someone who might look like you. Is it, it's, a, it's a long shot? Basically. Go for it. Oh, what was that film about? N- that film about NWA. Uh, what you think, Doctor Dre looks like me? <laughs> you see it too, <laughs> because oh, I no, didn't. I don't. I didn't, oh no, wait, I don't. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly why you see it. I didn't mention any single character. You went straight to the one you knew. <laughs> There's some sort of resemblance to you. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I just. <laughs> I caught you red-handed. <laughs> No, hold on. I got him right here, officer. Because he's been in um, The Walking Dead too, as well. And yes. he has dreads in that. <laughs> Let me see, because I usually wear plaids. It's, I I'm, like, it's a I'm long shot, it. but it's it's kind of close. And you you admit it. <laughs> no, I, I can... Straight out of Compton, by the way. That's the, That was the film. Yeah, Corey Hawkins. I don't know if I look like this guy, but you know what? Let me know. Let me know. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's not. Stop it's it. not far off, you know. Stop it! Just because he has braids doesn't mean he looks like me. <laughs> you might be. This might be it. His head is more long. Mine's not that it's long. Okay, but you see it though, man. You see it. It's. That's not as good as yours. It's closer than. Just... It's closer than any, anything I've seen anyway. <laughs> it, if that's the closest, man, we need to keep looking. That's all I gotta say. 
All right, Corey. All right, Ortis. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this is this has been us. Mm. And until next time, we are out. Peace.